What's up, guys? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. Reed, nice to see you again. Vince, awesome to see you as always. Guys, I'm hyped up today. I'm really excited to talk about the biggest child in the NFL right now. Okay, I'm not talking about Kyler Murray because of his Whoa. height. I'm not talking about Kenny Pickett because of his hand size. I'm talking none other than Baker Mayfield himself. We're a minute uh, into this thing. You're already toxic. Hey, man, this is what the show is all about, okay? A lot of people might not agree with what we had to say, Y'all can shove it. Y'all can shove it, all right? Please. Tell me what you want. I don't care. We're here to speak our mind, the truth, and you're not going to get this anywhere else because we are one of a kind. I'm going to tell you that for show, okay? But first, I do want to shed some light on some uh, someone who's getting paid, someone who's well-deserved to get paid. Uh, and yes, I am talking about Tom Brady getting a 10-year contract, $375 million. That is worth more than his entire 22. Yes, Reed. Uh, thoughts. I haven't read the full article yet, but our full story, but our thoughts is saying that those numbers aren't true. Well, as of right now, they are true. Okay. okay. As of this video is going to premiere on Thursday, we are recording this Wednesday, but as of right now, when I am saying this, it is true. Okay. <laughs> so 10 years, 375 million. That is worth way more than what he has made in his 22 year career in the NFL. Now, uh, are they smart for jumping the gun and paying the best quarterback, sorry, quote unquote, the best quarterback of all time already? Because they saw how much, how much viewership and how much likeness that 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 Tony Romo got, Troy Aikman. You know, hey, let's get the best of the best. Let's hit, let's let him announce, and let's let, let let's let's hear what's inside his head. Did they jump the gun, or was this a smart move? Um, it's a hundred percent smart move, in my opinion. Um, people are going to want to hear Tom Brady. And then today he's one of the greatest of all time, uh, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And people have been literally. There's people who their entire life Tom Brady has been on the football field, and they're gonna want Tom Brady in football after he retires from the actual field. Um, I, and this is uh, I heard someone else talk about this, but when I heard them talk about, it, I was like, oh, that's gonna be so awesome when it happens. But when Tom Brady announces or calls a Super Bowl game as the person who has won more Super Bowls than anybody else who knows the experience more than anybody else, that's going to be awesome to watch. That's going to be truly awesome to watch, and I can't wait to see that. Wow. Did that just come out of Reed's mouth? <laughs> this is the, probably one of the nicest things I've said about Tom Brady. It's because I'm thinking about his, his retirement. So that's why. This is probably one of the nicest things you said about anyone who is not a Packer. Like, what? Are, yes, you know it's true. Vince could I said Baker agree. was going to go 40 and 8 last year. That was very nice. I, I honestly, I <laughs> thought you were just memeing on us. I, I thought it was just a joke. It was a bold prediction. It was, a, <laughs> it was way more than a bold prediction. Uh, but Vince, you know, that's a lot of money, man. I, I thought this guy missed his family. I thought he wanted to retire, spend some time with them. But uh, he already booked himself up for the next 10 years because, you know, a sports announcer, especially today's age, it's a full time job. It's a full time gig. You're always away from the family. You're always doing watching film, doing research. I know he's like that now, but that's another 10 years. How do you feel about that? You know, the, the way I think about it is, is you know, all of us uh, families, everything. So that's the that's the big thing for us. But for him. I believe family and football are neck and neck. You know, he loves his family a lot, but he wants to be on the football field or he wants to be a part of football in any way. And I think his family realizes that. I feel like they support him in that. 
And that's just something that's going to happen regardless. If you love the guy, if you hate the guy, wherever he's at on Fox News, in the Super Bowl game, wherever, you're going to tune in whether you like him or not. Uh, Tom Brady is a guy who attracts uh, people who love him, people who hate him, people who don't even know who he is. And whoever those people are, you need to uh, get your facts straight because Tom Brady is one of the most popular guys in the world, if not uh, just America. But, uh, yeah, everybody talks about him, whether it's good or bad. And I think it's just great for football to see what his mind thinks while he's behind the center and while he's behind the mic. I mean, he's going to see stuff that we don't see, of course, because he's done it for so long. He's done it better than anybody. So, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, I'm not excited really to just see his face and all that, but I I just want to hear what's going on up here in them years, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And I think it was really uh, smart of Fox to lock him down now instead of someone else getting him or getting being a bigger bidding war uh, later on. Yeah. Um, getting him now secures your future. Um, oh, I, I imagine uh, announcers when maybe things switch up in their uh, contracts, uh, uh, and they might want to go call a game with Tom Brady. I would, I would want to call a game with Tom Brady. Dang, that's nicely, nicely said, guys. Especially you, Vince. Uh, I guess the moral of your story is that just family holds you back, right? Uh, I, I I can't say I agree, but I like your take on it. Uh, it's going to be awesome hearing Tom Brady announce some games. I'm really interested to see who they're going to pair him up with. Hopefully they, they go big as well with his partner. I don't know. Maybe Aaron Rodgers retires. Maybe Aaron Rodgers wants have, to get in the – Do they have money for that? Hey, man, money's everywhere. Look at the NFL. Money's everywhere. Just forget about it, but not here. <laughs> we just need back. one. Move the cap space oh, back. One, one. <laughs> we just need one each preferably, but we just need one, guys. You guys are throwing around money like it's nothing. Oh my gosh, this is—we're working around the clock here, and I'm not going to go on a rant. Okay, that's for my boss. Okay, I'll do that some other time. I think that's next month. I have a schedule. Yeah, next month. I'm super excited. Wish me luck, guys. Oh, but, uh, but, um, guys, today for y'all Thursday, the schedule is released. Okay, so hopefully you guys are super excited. I know we're super excited. It's been a hot news about one game that has been you know, kind of uh, shown out there, and that is the Green Bay Packers playing up against the Dallas Cowboys. Reed, why is this game getting so much hype? Why is it so big, so real right now? Uh, it's so big because we have one of the two largest fan bases in all of football, uh, with Cowboys obviously having the biggest uh, um, fan base out there. Um, and, I mean, Cowboy fans – They've just been done dirty by the Green Bay Packers so many times. They've lost so many games, especially in the last 10 years. They've only won one game in the last 10 years against us. That's playoffs and a regular season. Um, So they're salty. They've been kicked out of the playoffs so many times by us. Um, They're just mad, and they always just think they're better than us. So that's why it's hyped. Um, So it's a lot of Cowboys fans saying, oh, this Packers suck, and then the Packers fans just sitting back. Just guys, laughing. in the comment section, you're so lucky we're not live here, Reed. In the comment we're section, if you're a cowboy, we're not. We're not live. What uh, are you going to say? Dude, hey, I, I can already hear one thing. Hey, five rings, right? That's, that's what they're going to say. I'm not a cowboy <laughs> fan. I'm not a cowboy fan. Four championships. Uh, hey, go leave your comments down in the comment section. Let Reed have it. Yeah, so I next time we go live, which is on Mondays, we will read those comments and we'll, we'll let Reed, uh, you know, address them. 
Okay, maybe we'll bring a certain someone on the show to, to face you off, Reed. Or not. But, ooh, oh, Reed's getting scared. I see it in his face. But I think this game is really hyped because a certain someone is returning. A certain someone of the name of Mike McCarthy. Okay, a certain someone to prove it that it was not his fault, that it was Aaron Rodgers' fault the whole time. Who's going to be it? It's going to be Team McCarthy, Team Rodgers. The floor is not a coach. And Reed, just calm down. Calm down, okay? We will talk about this when the time comes. I can talk about it right now. Mike no. McCarthy is, Mark McCarthy has proven the entire time when he's with the Cowboys that he does, he's not a very good coach. <laughs> they, they didn't prove anything. Cowboys went to the playoffs. They got smacked by the Niners. The, the, the Packers went to the playoffs. They got smacked by the Niners' special teams. <laughs> he, leaves, he leaves, and we have the th- three of the best years we've ever had. Oh, yeah? Yeah, thirteen wins every every single one. Ooh, bro. Ooh, say that. So, wh- where's his ring? He won one. And the Niners got the had losing season. The Niners got the Aaron Rodgers had Reed. losing season with Aaron Rodgers. Reed. One second, Reed. I'm not talking about the Cowboys. I'm saying you can't state we've had the three best seasons in the past three years, and you you can't have we had a ring. three great three three of our best seasons. Okay, you can say that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. No, you said we had... Roll back the tape. Roll it back. <laughs> Three out of 20. Great season, right? Oh. Like I said, we'll talk about this some other time, okay? Today, we are focusing on the biggest child in the NFL. And, oh, you know what? This is kind of misleading because the title of this video, I believe it's going to be Baker being sabotage. What? Well, I got a nice little... <laughs> little picture here for you guys. I worked so hard on it, which these guys do not appreciate. They don't appreciate yeah, the work that I do. Look at this. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Jeez. I took that picture of Baker, by the way. Yeah. I was oh, he invited yeah. me to. Yeah. Yeah. He invited me to his, uh, I guess, his old home, right? Because it's not his home anymore. I think he's getting evicted. I'm not too sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. But yeah, the Browns acting kind of sus. It was released saying that Baker. Or uh, was saying that the Browns were making him seem as hapless as possible in the last primetime game to make it justifiable for them to move on after this season. Now, at first, I was like, oh, okay, this guy's still full of it, you know, whatever. And then he continues talking, and then it kind of makes a little more sense. Not saying that this is true, okay? But he was kind of saying, like, okay, you have a freaking awesome TJ Watt, you know, having a, a career uh, year and you're not giving your tackle any help. So he got sacked, uh, I don't know, like what, three times that game? What are y'all laughing about? I think I look like Baker, bro. Like, you look like Baker? Profile, you're going to make AJ hate you, dude. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to hate him even more now. That's because I already <laughs> dislike Vince. Okay, so. Uh, AJ, I believe he was sacked nine times. Was it nine times? Okay, so it was nine times he was sacked, and it was four interceptions or three? I don't remember. It was around that area, and yeah. he even got sat that game. Uh, that, that's how bad it was, and, and he just felt like like he was set set up for failure that game just so the Browns could make it more justifiable for them to move on away from him after this season. So does this mean that the Browns had Deshaun Watson in their mind all this time? Hmm? They had someone on their mind. Late nights in the middle of June? I wouldn't say just all on Deshaun Watson, but with everybody. 
coming off of like uh, their contracts. I mean, I, they had their mindset on moving in another direction for sure. Uh, I don't agree the way they did it. Um, they just like kind of were like, all right, bye Baker. And they didn't give him like any explanation from what we know. But yeah, from what we know right now on Wednesday, not Thursday, guys. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I just think Baker was kind of done a little dirty. Uh, he didn't help himself at all through Pat, like his whole tenure there at uh, in Cleveland because he's still there too. But uh, but yeah, he's just not helping himself, and I feel that Cleveland was reciprocating and saying like, "Here, you want to be a baby?" As AJ says, child. Uh, a child, a child. He's one step up. Yes, one step. Just. <laughs> but he he was being a child throughout his tenure there in Cleveland, and they were like, you know what? We can reciprocate the feeling because we're kind of tired of you. So I think that was the type of energy that was there in the dog pound. Okay, um, I have a few questions for AJ. Vincent, you can respond to these also. But it's just I want to question your what how how you're thinking through this. Okay. Because I am curious. I, I don't. I kind of agree with you, but I don't fully agree with you. Okay. So I believe, from your standpoint, uh, a quarterback or anybody on the team should not uh, trash their uh, organization, saying that we should have done different things. I don't understand why we're coaching this way. Like he's saying, why is uh, T.J. Watts? Um, why is our rookie uh, tackle guarding uh, T.J. Watts? So I believe you don't like when uh, people like that say that in press conferences. Yes, uh, correct. I, I I do not like that. Honestly, he should be cut from the team already, and I don't see right. why he hasn't been. They would save eighteen million uh, just not by cutting him. Million. Huh? His cap is eighteen million. But right, right. But if they cut him, they'll also save that eighteen mil. Do they save the full eighteen mil? Yes, yes, they do. Uh, okay, All right. that's from the the Colin uh, Cowherd show, The Herd. Okay, cool reference. God, cool. I'm ready. Um, so at a certain point in my head. I feel like if you feel like you're constantly being disrespected, you're not getting set up for success, at what point, or maybe in your opinion, there should never be a point when you go to the press about that. What are your thoughts on that? On that, it's kind of hard because really we cannot step into Baker's shoes and relate how he feels. Um, But from, I mean, that's what HR is there for, right? You're supposed to go out there, talk to him out. Uh, I don't know how many times that works out, but I'm very fortunate in my work. I got great HR just in case they're watching. But yeah, um, for him, I feel like it's different because we can't can't exactly feel how he's feeling. We don't know what he's going through. But from the reports that I have read and the studies that I have gone through, he lost that locker room. His own attitude lost him the respect from – from almost every player there. And I could just feel that growing onto the coaches and how they feel. I mean, if, if you're a stud player, because he is, he's a great player, but you have a, an ugly attitude, you know, we, uh, we go through work, uh, we go through this at work all the time. You can have a great employee, but they have a nasty attitude and they don't, ha- they don't see eye to eye and they talk bad about upper management or something. That's just no good. That's just toxic uh, there in the workplace. So I felt like it came from that direction and, and that's why I felt why these things happened the way they did. So he's given his side of the story. And the Cleveland Browns, they're being smart. I'm not saying they're a great organization. They're not going to show their side of the story. They don't have to. Why would they? You know, they're just going to expose themselves even more. That's why when they got asked the question, did you make him feel hapless during this game? They just said no comment because that's the smartest thing they could do. 
honestly. Okay. I respect both of those answers. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was a little sweat. I was sweating a little bit here. Okay, so you, you put me on the you put me on the ropes. I like that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for doing that. Of course. Um, but there was a report. Okay, a reporter. Um, I forgot his name, so I'm, I'm sorry about that. But a reporter went up and asked a player on the team, an active player on the team, saying uh, about the whole OBJ situation. Okay, uh, saying, "Hey, OBJ's dad. You know, he posted these videos about Baker overthrowing him." And this player said, no, I did not watch these videos. Why would I bother if I see it every day at practice? That is huge. If a player tells a reporter that, that guy, he really lost his respect for Baker Mayfield. And to you to talk trash, I don't know if you want to consider talking trash, but talking down, talking negative about your starting quarterback, the, the leader that's supposed to be on your team, that's huge. You lost that guy's trust. Uh, and I mean, then you, then you look back. Okay, is it OBJ? Uh, he got cut. No, he got traded. He got traded to the Los Angeles Rams and got success. Success immediately. He's a Super Bowl champion right now. He looked like the OBJ that you saw a little bit from the, the Giants. Okay, he was out there. He was balling out. So it has to come from Baker Mayfield in that situation. I mean, that's horrible. It's really bad. Okay, I quick like question. You, I have yeah. another question for you, AJ. Sorry, sorry for targeting you. No, no, you're, you're fine. Okay, fine. so from what you just said, I feel like there, maybe, maybe you said it wrong or whatever. Maybe you didn't mean it, but I feel like there was a double standard in what you just said. Okay. Um, this player comes out and says something bad about Baker, about his teammates. Um, if that was Baker, or you, in the Baker, uh, in the past, you have said these things that that's not good. A teammate shouldn't do that. Stuff like that. Why don't you have the same feelings about this guy? Okay, so two things. One, that player that announced, you know, like, hey, you know, I see it all the time at practice. Mm-hmm. One, he wanted to keep himself anonymous. He did not reveal who he was, but it was confirmed that he was a player, an active player on that roster. And two, it, I hate to say this because I don't totally agree with it, but Baker has to hold himself to a higher standard. He is essentially the face of the Cleveland Browns. He is the face of the Cleveland Browns, or was. I don't know, whatever you want to say. But he has to hold himself to a higher standard and be that mature person. Like the other player. Yeah, wrong on him. He shouldn't have done that. Uh, Like what I told you guys the other day, when George Kittle was just praising Trey Lance, you said, I'll be worried if he said something negative about him. This makes you worry about this organization now. So now it shows that this organization is not, not, you know, perfect. You got my might have a few bad eggs, or maybe someone's just so fed up to the point, kind of like what we talked about last video with Ryan Tannehill, so fed up to the point that they just spoke their mind. Yeah, I just want to ask that before we moved on. Uh, as far as how I feel about the whole thing, um, yeah, I think he lost the locker room away before the uh, offseason hit, uh, with the OBJ thing, maybe even before that, uh, the beginning of the season. I think he lost the locker room. Um, I think the best thing for Baker would, if if he would try and be smart, was to, uh, as soon as he got injured, uh, as soon as he hurt his shoulder, to get set and uh, not played through it. Uh, he wanted to be the, but he wanted to be the tough quarterback. He wanted to be like Favre, Roethlisberger, all these other guys that played through injuries and play good. And he just wasn't able to play good while he was injured. Um, and because of that, I think there's just things that led to that. And he just lost the locker room. People didn't respect him. After, after the OBJ thing, how he spoke to team about teammates, uh, about fans, etc. However, your thoughts about those were. Um, mm-hmm. I think he lost the locker room. 
because of that. Um, I don't like that the player came, uh, he, especially Renee Anonymous. He didn't. He put that out there, throw out um, drama, stir up things, um, but he didn't want to put his name on it. So I don't respect that. Right, you don't want that on a team. Like you said, he lost the the, the locker room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he lost a lot of coaches. He lost the fans. Uh, I know you guys. Uh, I, I misread what we all said in that chat that time, but when he was, you know, when the fans were booing him, uh, I think that was a game or a couple games after he was talking bad about those quote unquote those fans who don't know how to be real fans. I don't know how to quiet down. We had a whole conversation. I remember that. Yeah, um, but yeah, he lost that. But to the point where it expands to other teams, like like when you when you think about the Carolina Panthers, wide receiver Robbie Anderson says he absolutely does not does not want Baker Mayfield on his team. I think that should say a lot. You got a veteran player over there, the Panthers. It could be an all-time great. It could be a, a rookie. If a player has to speak out uh, against someone who's not on your team already and just say, do everything in his power possible not to get that player there, uh, that speaks volumes. Uh, yeah. And I, I think even with Baker, it, it hasn't even just been the NFL. It was when he was a Sooner as well. Uh mm-hmm. Back in college, uh, I, there are little articles out there that you have to really look for. But Baker's emotions and his leadership were always in question. But yet he was still a first overall pick, I believe, uh, for the Browns. So that just goes into the organization. So I, you can't blame it all on Baker because Baker's been doing this since he was in high school, most likely. Yeah. Uh, it's something that's been instilled in him. He thinks he's... Uh, not to say it as a, as a bad thing, but he thinks he's God's gift, and that's fine to think that. But you got to show it on the field as well, and out there in uh, with all your emotions and stuff like that. And he just hasn't done that. And I feel like it's not his fault entirely, but it goes back to just all the times where he wasn't reconstructed and told, "Hey, you got to quit this out because later on this is not going to work out for you." And I just feel like it's both on the organizations and everywhere that he's gone through to get to where he is now. Yeah, especially after going through, what, what three, four coaches, head coaches? That's yeah. horrible. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, did you want to add something, Reed? I, I uh, the Robbie Anderson thing. Um, I, I would expect a receiver um, to always – uh, back what they have and don't say, oh, I want this guy on this other team. I want I want us to trade for him. I don't I don't think a receiver should say that. So I wouldn't 100% say his comment is about not wanting Baker. It's about him not wanting to stir up uh, drama and saying, hey, I'm not okay with the quarterbacks we currently have. But I think there should be a difference. I'm not disagreeing with you, Reed. I do, right. I do agree. But I think there should be a difference between a player saying, uh, i if someone asked you, would you want Baker Mayfield on your team? He could have answered, uh, I, I have total confidence in Sam Darnold. We do have a starting quarterback already, uh, and that's it. You know, Sam Darnold's our guy. Cam Newton, uh, he's been practicing hard, whatever you want to say. Okay, but for him to go to the extent he says he absolutely does not want Baker, that was a little over the top, but he got his point across. But uh, um, I, I definitely agree with you. I would have to see the full, like, interview. A lot of these, like – 
things are just like they just take one uh, sentence and then they blow that up and they don't include anything else. So that might be something that happened this time, but it might be as uh, as you say that it looks like he just doesn't want Baker. Okay, uh, I was looking at this. Uh, supposedly, a lot of it was comments as well before he was asked a question. It was a report saying, should Baker or should Carolina, you know, head to uh, to go try to get Baker? And he commented no with the, like, eight O's. Okay. So I guess I could uh, speak. In today's age, that means a lot. It's like saying, hey, with two Y's. You know, that's like, oh, Never okay, it's you, you got to – you got to – pretty darn good chance if she says you three wise or he says you three wise you're in the door baby you're in the door okay (laughs) don't even step on the batter's mound because hey it's a walk-off home run baby (laughs) oh man i'm sorry i didn't mean to get off i'm sorry okay but you know people get it people get it (laughs) hey what what about uh nine wise aj nine wise dude (laughs) you don't even have to try you know (laughs) maybe that's a little too concerning there that's too little bit it's that, a little that, too that, over the top. Hey, man, it's like uh, uh, I probably shouldn't say what I want to say. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh, let's move on. Biggest news. Russell Wilson gets a dog and names it Bronco. What, how should the Seahawks respond? I think Drew Locke should get a cat and name it Hawk. <laughs> Why a cat? Because it's the opposite of, of a dog. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you want to get a dog? All right, I'm getting a cat. How about like just the pettiness of it? You know, I'm going to name it Hawk. Oh, my goodness. I saw that on Instagram and I was like, hmm, I see. I see the conversion is quick. I see. But yeah, you see his catchphrase. I don't think it's not his catchphrase, but every time they, they put the camera on him, he's like, uh, mount up, mount up. <laughs> We're at it. Instead of uh, go Hawks. Yeah, it's mount up. And, and I'll be the first one to say I absolutely love it. He's always been that way. You know, He wherever he's at, he's going to support wherever, whatever, 100%. Whatever he's a part of, he loves whatever he does. So I respect him. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's just going to be a lot of back and forth until he's actually solidified in the in the Broncos organization. He's classified as a winner there. So until that happens, I think every little comment is going to be blown out of proportion uh, at the Seahawks organization. Yeah. Probably. It's just it's just fun to watch. Um, well, I'm so excited, guys. The schedule for you guys, it's out. Uh, I got to wait one more day. I'm so excited. I'm really excited to see um, just the different matchups and when they're going to be playing each other. Uh, hopefully, division games, I, I just want them over with. I, I hate. Oh, of course. it's They, they always throw them at the back half then. Yeah, they do. They do. It's good TV. It's great. It's TV. good TV. It's great, I guess. Uh, I'm I'm glad the Niners don't have to play the Packers this year. Uh, yeah, we get a break. We get a break. Finally, I'm I'm ecstatic about that. Jeez, and honestly, I, I want to keep on talking, but we could make this to a whole other video yeah. about how the uh, NFC East has the easiest schedule out there. <laughs> Freaking bums! My gosh, and of all teams, the the, the easiest out of out of all four of them are the Cowboys. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. But we could talk about that some other time. Maybe Monday we'll talk about it. It, sh- it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun with today's video. We're, we're just kind of bashing on everyone today. I like <laughs> that. It was just you. I was trying to defend people. We're back to the old grind, AJ. 
I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, who's next? Who's next? <laughs> Remember, guys, in the comment section, I do want to hear if Uh-oh. if you uh, agree with Reed on how the the Packers going to beat the Dunies down or the or the Cowboys, and I also want to hear if you agree with Vince that he looks like Baker Mayfield. Give us a quick turn. Okay. Nice, nice. And I should have said this at the beginning of the video, you guys. We are doing a giveaway right here. We got uh, Howard from the Miami Dolphins corner. We're doing a giveaway. As soon as we reach 150 subscribers on YouTube, so go out there, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your kids, tell your wife, tell everyone, hit that subscribe button. As soon as we get to 150, we're giving away this bad boy for free. If you want to be cooler than cool, this is where it's at. Because what's cooler than cool, Vince? I, I t- we whoever talked has, about this. Whoever has that jersey. Whoever has that. It's ice cold, okay? It's ice cold. That's what that what? is. Oh, my. You, uh, it's, yeah. we, we tried this last video. It just cut, it just ruined the whole mood. All right. But, yeah, guys, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the video. Catch us live on Monday, 6 o'clock. All right. Uh, be there or be square. Appreciate you guys. Thank you all so much. And until next time, keep on grinding.